Masal Harry, Sabal Harry, Harry to you wherever you tuned in from. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, where we tell the stories of brave individuals who strive to promote and protect human rights in our communities, where we unwrap closely knit empowering stories. The stories thread the DNA of those that pick up the hammer when the judge and jury exit the corridors of justice, of those that handle the scales where blind lady justice has left the balance unattended, of those who raise their voices outside the streets where the crowd has stopped agitating for their rights. This is the Justice Watchers podcast, a joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders Kenya. Welcome yet again to another episode of the Justice Watchers podcast. My name is Obino Nyambane. Uh, with me today, I'm honored to host a woman human rights defender from Vihiga. And at this point, I do not want to do injustice while introducing her. I just want to let her introduce herself to us. Uh, welcome, Euphrasia. Thank you for having me, Obino. Um, my name is Euphrasia Rina Ageosang, a woman human rights defender from Vihiga County. I'm a teacher by profession. Aside from teaching, I'm a counselor. And uh, I, would, I would say that uh, in this human rights work, I'm passionate about women and girl rights, especially on uh, sexual and reproductive health, mental health, sexual and gender-based violence, and land rights. A reason to why I do my HRD work is like in my area, because of culture. We've seen so many women that are widowed, but a lot of injustice is being done to them because of the inheritance of property and land. So this has really pushed me into advocating for their rights, both physically and on social media. You see, I, I wouldn't have said all that. <laughs> I would have done an injustice while introducing you. So yeah. thank you very much for creating time to be with us this morning. Um, today we, we want to discuss uh, briefly about your interaction about uh, the Nimama project yes and what uh, perhaps the impact has been uh, yes. through the project yes. of course uh, Nimama does not exist by all by itself yeah. it, it it has been part of the defenders coalition work and there are other intertwining uh, conversations and engagements that we've had yeah. but most prominently yeah. as of now is basically to just try to understand the Women Human Rights Defenders Network in Vihiga, yes. how it is faring, uh, getting opportunities to strengthen the network yes. and also getting the opportunity to bring, rather connect the network in Vihiga yes. with other networks from other counties. So how's, how's the working environment like for the Women Human Rights Defenders in Vihiga post now uh, the work with the Nimamani project. Okay, uh, I would uh, love to say that uh, the work of human rights defenders, one, it's a voluntary thing, and uh, when it comes to monetary uh, issues, then one has to really sacrifice and be ready to spend whatever they have so that they make sure a victim somewhere gets justice. And uh, another thing I would say, like the environment for the human rights defenders in Vehiga, in the beginning, it was so challenging mm -hmm. because it's something you're like coming up as women to fight for the rights of other women and people would look at it in different perspectives. Mm -hmm. One, 
because of culture again. Mm-hmm. People believe that the place of a woman, mm-hmm. because of the, again, the patriarchal uh, community or society that we are in, the place of a woman is in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. A woman should listen and follow the orders of a man. Mm-hmm. Now you see, when you come out and you want to speak about the rights of women and the rights of girls, then at some point you are like humiliated or at sometimes you're called the bad daughter or mm-hmm. a bad wife just because of what you are doing. Mm-hmm. We've been stereotyped. We've been called prostitutes for whatever we do. Mm-hmm. But all the same, because of that spirit mm-hmm. of resilience, we move on and do our work. Mm-hmm. And I would w- love to say that like Vihiga County mm-hmm. has really incorporated us women mm-hmm into getting justice for our women, our women and our girls. Mm-hmm. One, because there is a, a gender technical committee mm-hmm. with which we've been involved mm-hmm. at the county level, mm-hmm. with which has now held our hands as women. Mm-hmm. And now we know in the county we are being supported. Mm-hmm. At the same time, we've gotten so much capacity building mm-hmm. from the Defenders Coalition mm-hmm. and from the Nimama Project. Mm-hmm. I would talk about the issue of economic empowerment. Mm-hmm. Nimama Project has enabled wo- women to be independent, mm-hmm. like the skills that they gave to women in soap making mm-hmm. has really helped. Specifically, I'll talk about the Vihiga woman. Mm-hmm. This Vihiga woman has gotten skills, has been able to make soap and detergents with which, apart from just helping the family in hygiene matters, it has equally lifted them and enabled them to put food on the table for their families. And by our men seeing that, they can now see that this human right thing is not just something to make women make noise out there. But it's something that is building the woman both mentally and equally uh, economically. Yeah. Yifresha, thank you so much for sharing that with us. So perhaps if you could just uh, take us to the next level where we want to talk about advocacy work as a network. Because there is work that has been done around strengthening and solidifying the Women Human Rights Defenders Network. How is the experience now in terms of advocacy for the women? Yeah. Mm. Uh, One thing I would say about advocacy, uh, there is uh, when you're doing advocacy on your own or as an individual, then uh, you are like able to get a certain cycle of people that perhaps are on your page or on your account. Mm. But now, when you're doing it as a network, then it simply means you're going to reach a broader number of people. At the same time, we look at uh, different uh, platforms for advocacy. Let's say, for example, I'm doing it in our WhatsApp network or Signal network. Then one person there is on Twitter. Then they do share that particular information on Twitter. Another person shares the information on uh, either Google or any other platform like Signal and so on. Mm. So immediately they do the sharing. Mm. Then there is someone else somewhere, Mm. either still sharing or liking or commenting. So it's like we are reaching so many people Mm. on social media. Mm. Yes, so I would say that there is a lot of solidarity Mm. in networking Mm. 
And therefore, it is really, really, really getting to so many people and making our human rights work easier. Mm. Yeah, and creation of awareness and sensitization mm. is really being done in the right way. Mm. So again, on advocacy, if we are doing something like a campaign mm. as a network, then it has a lot of impact mm. on people rather than doing it as an individual. Mm. Yeah. Right now, uh, thanks to technology, we are able to... Uh, you know, leverage on uh, technology to be able to reach uh, more people, yes. to publicize our courses, yeah. make them a priority for people who perhaps in their spaces, it's not an issue. Yeah. So it's important that we continue using those spaces yeah. to amplify messages that we want to pass across. And I'm happy that you're using that. Sure. Uh, and also now I wanted us to talk a conversation about uh, our well-being. Yeah. It is it is a critical uh, area of focus for the Defenders Coalition. Sure. And also human rights defenders now have also been made aware yeah. that it is critical for them to also, for us, yeah. why am I using them and I'm also a human rights defender, yeah. for us as human rights defenders to, to pay attention to yeah. our well-being. Yeah. Here from, and from where I sit, yes. well-being is all round. Yeah. Could be social, yeah. social whereby how do you relate with the community, sure. uh, with your children, with your uh, spouse, and yes. all that. Yes. Uh, how sound are you economically, yeah. technologically? You know, yeah. uh, such stuff. Yeah. So, um, how is it uh, for the network, or, or how is it for you? Uh, how how are you prioritizing your well-being? Yeah. Uh, are there incidences that have put you down yeah. in terms of your well-being? Perhaps uh, I always give people these examples. I always tell them I've seen situations where um, I'm asking just a random person from the community, like, "Hey, now, baby, do you know that uh, human?" I don't use, of course, the word human yeah. rights defender. Yeah. Do you know that? Uh, let's say, just someone. Let's yeah. say you fresher yeah. from your area, and then yeah. they are like, "Ah." You know, so those things again, at the end of the day, if they get to you, I believe there's a way that they affect you. Sure. They can cause you, you, they can make you have like uh, self-censorship. You try not to be near people and stuff like that. And also if they get to your children, they are also equally harmful. Sure. So uh, what has been your experience so far? You're listening to the Justice Watches podcast. A joint from the National Coalition for Human Rights Defenders in Kenya. We champion the safety, security and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya. We'd be happy to know the kind of insights that your immersion into the world of human rights defenders in Kenya has offered you today. For suggestions and feedback, log on to www.defenderscoalition.org. Visit our Facebook at Defenders Coalition, Twitter at Defenders KE, Instagram at Defenders KE. Or call us directly on 0716-200-100 for any emergencies. How are you prioritizing your well-being? What has been your experience so far? I would say that uh, human rights well-being is something very paramount because uh, for one, to be able to do their work and it is productive, then it simply means they must be in the right mental state. At the same time, 
that they must be economically stable so that as you are moving and holding someone's hand, you do not have also the question marks that really, am I going to do this? Am I going to get justice for this particular person? And yet, on my side, I'm not able to help myself. So one, as human rights defenders, we want to say all thanks to the Defenders Coalition and Nimama Projector because we've seen them being trained on their well-being. The wellness of the HRDs has been something that uh, Defenders Coalition has been looking into. And one, or uh, I would say that uh, human rights defenders, uh, after their trainings, at least there is one or two from those particular regions that will be able to reach other human rights defenders on the ground and try to equip them with skills on mental uh, uh, well-being. At times I usually say it is okay to say no and it is okay to say I'm not fine. So when it comes to such a time, there are referrals that you do. Through the network, you're able to get help for this particular person. Mm -hmm. Not because you just didn't want to help, but because you care about your mental health. Mm -hmm. So if you break down, then it simply means this victim is equally going to break down and they're not going to get justice. Mm -hmm. So it is important that we know that our mental health, our well-being should always be catered for and it should always be our first priority, mm -hmm. even though we are so compassionate with our human rights work. Mm -hmm. uh, threats are there, have always been there, both physically and on uh, social media or in digital space. Uh, we've seen uh, uh, strolling happening, stalking on social media, threatening messages. Even sometimes we get phone calls that are so threatening. Someone calls you and tells you there is a job. And after some time, you come to realize that there was no advertisement for a job. Why are these people even calling me and promising me a job that I never applied for? Mm -hmm. So these are things that are happening. Threats are there. But again, because of the training that we get through uh, Nimama Project and Defenders uh, Coalition mm -hmm. on security and safety, mm -hmm. at least we've made a leverage and we are somewhere that we can protect ourselves as individuals and as organizations. Yeah. Wow. Very happy to hear that uh the trainings that we do are, are having like a cascading effect yes. to to the people who don't have an opportunity to attend or they're just looking forward to the opportunity but, are no, but has not come. Yes. And that is something that we always advocate for because it is sustainable for me to get knowledge and pass it downwards to other people. And when they get an opportunity, they also be trained further. Sure. Very powerful uh, of you and I'm happy that uh, you've uh, had time to you know share all this with us yes. one last thing though uh, I would also want to just throw the ball to you a quote one more time yeah. <laughs> uh, you see in terms of the future of Nimama yes. of course the, the network has been able to do one two three things yes. but perhaps mm -hmm. it might not be there but it could be there still yeah. I think People, when they learn that something is good, they always want to do more. Yes. Are there aspirations that the Vihiga Network, yes. Women HRD Network now will say, by the way, into yes. the future, mm -hmm. this is what we want to see or this is the direction that the Vihiga Network is taking mm -hmm. or this is the direction that we would want Defenders Coalition to support us in. Yeah. 
Okay, so as a vihiga, one thing I would say is that we need more and more capacity building. Mm. That one should never stop at any time because, yes, we get trainings, but at times as human beings, we need the refresher courses. Mm. So even going forward, we should continue with these particular trainings. Safety and security should continue. Mm. It should never stop because threats are always there. Mm. So if we continue with these particular trainings at the same time, mm. equipping our people, because when it comes to digital security, I'm pretty sure if we can get support perhaps from one or two for one or two laptops for our organizations, then it is equally going to be good because you know when we do so much like paperwork, 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 it is easier mostly for someone to get access to whatever information we have. But if we have the information stored perhaps in one place and this particular place is protected, then again it is also going to be good for us. Mm. And perhaps in referrals and all that, it is easier for me to refer someone with the information in a laptop that as I refer, that particular information is that to, that gets to that particular person I'm referring mm. to. So it is very important that we do that. Mm. Then again, I talked about the issue of funding. Mm. Be there uh, funding, then you should also put that into con consideration mm. so that we get more funding. Even as much as we are continuing with our economic empowerment, uh, we are growing. Mm. And as we grow, we also need to get that particular support. Uh, even though in our own uh, or smaller ways, we are like we're doing the table banking and doing the merry-go-rounds. But that is not enough because you'll get perhaps the responsibilities behind mm. are too many. And some will give up maybe in the merry-go-rounds along the way. Or someone will get a loan from that and find it difficult to repay back. So perhaps if we get help in that, then we'll really, really appreciate. Mm. Yeah. Wow, powerful. Uh, those are aspirations, beautiful aspirations that continue to strengthen our networks. Uh, from my standpoint, I always say this work never stops. Never. You blink for a minute, yeah. something has changed. Sure. So the work never stops. We will, of course, continue doing this kind of work. And thank you so much for sharing passionately yeah. uh, and with brave, uh, with bravery, yes. with uh, a lot of insights into yeah. how uh, local human rights defenders are able to organize and do this kind of work and how perhaps if they get more support, yes. they might they will have an opportunity to do this work further. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing this with us and thank you so much for creating time to be with us this morning. Uh, to you, uh, our listener, thank you so much for always creating time to be with us. One last thing, Yefresha. Yes. Do you guys have social media pages or uh, handles that you would want people to follow and you know uh, engage with you guys directly? Uh, perhaps... Uh as for now, we would say whatever we have are social media uh, platforms that are specifically meant for our HRD work. Mm -hmm. But if we are doing events and activities, mm -hmm. then we do it on our plat individual platforms. Mm -hmm. So like for me, I would say if you follow me on Facebook, Rina Ageo, you'd be able to find track of whatever I'm doing back home. Mm -hmm. Yes, with my organization. Okay. But... Uh, 
in future we are also planning to get a website uh, mm. where we can do our postings mm. and all that mm. but because of the sensitive work that we do at some point again when we gather together with the defenders coalition then at some point again we are able to share the hashtags mm. yeah and so on mm. yeah okay yeah. fantastic so you can reach uh, yufresha at rina ageyo on facebook get to interact with her get to know the work of the uh, network back in Vihiga and you'll see the amazing work that they are doing to ensure that the community is free of injustices yeah. uh, <laughs> and our women our the in all their diversity are safe and they are well catered for thank you so much that has been our time and thank you to you the listener for always creating time to be with us it's been wonderful always uh, seeing that you clicked to you know uh, to have a listen to the powerful stories by various individuals and human rights networks across Kenya thank you so much uh, until next time bye bye this is the justice watchers podcast where we dive deep inside the world of human rights defenders in Kenya we appreciate your audience we encourage you to share this podcast episode on all your social media platforms tune into our next episode same channel on all podcasting platforms championing the safety security and well-being of human rights defenders in Kenya